Hello, welcome to Motherhood Mental Health with me. I'm your host, Jeanette Binion. How's everyone doing today? Um, it is pretty freezing in London town right now, so desperately trying to keep warm. Um, but getting ready for Christmas, I guess. Um, anyway, today I really wanted to talk about how we talk to ourselves. I want to talk a little bit about how we can encourage our children to have self-confidence or how we can instill self-confidence in our children and self-esteem. And for me, all roads lead to us always in our relationships with our children, especially in the beginning. And um, what's really powerful, so I'm going to reference this really great book again that I've read, which is called The Book You Wish Your Parents Had Read and Your Children Will Be Glad You Read You Did. And this is a book by Philip Perry, which I'll put it on in the notes, that when I read this book, it completely changed my parents. So the things that I have taken on board that have really impacted me in a positive way, and there's some points I just want to share that have been amazing. So let me tell you about... Uh, an internal critic, an internal script, our inner critic that goes, everyone, all of us in our heads have this internal critic, this script that runs, whether it's you're not beautiful enough or you're not clever enough or whatever it is. But what was really interesting that this book highlighted is that actually this internal voice can be passed on from generation to generation. And there's a story in the book about a psychotherapist who used to watch her mother sit in front of the mirror and criticize herself. And then this psychotherapist grew up to do the same. She would sit in front of the mirror and criticize herself. And one day her teenage daughter brought it up to attention and told her, I don't like it when you criticize yourself. If you then want to raise a child, for example, in that situation, who is confident about the way that she looks, it first starts with us. It starts with the mom. So me as a mother have to believe that I'm beautiful and exhibit my behavior has to follow for my children to believe that she's beautiful. So for me, this is really, really uber, uber important. And it's been really challenging because even if you don't think it, or you might feel your inner voice, your inner critic, that voice may get louder and louder and you might actually say something like, oh, I'm such a silly, I'm such a stupid cook or whatever, in public, out. When I say in public, I mean in the presence of your children. But you can always pull this back. So if you do find yourself doing that, you can then also say publicly in the presence of your children, actually, no, I'm not that bad. I've just, you know, I made a mistake today and this dish isn't going the way I thought it was going to go, but I know how to pull it back and make a change so that your child can actually see that you don't think that you are a rubbish cook and you are just working through trying to turn things around. So I think it is important to be able to recognize that that's possible. And so that is very different from, I think, saying I'm just such a rubbish cook or I'm useless or I'm look at this because these things get internalized by our children. So there's four tips that we can do to help us move forward from our inner critic and not pass this on to our children. So the first thing is to recognize the voice. 
the second thing is don't engage with it. Don't argue with it. So, and I really believe the thing that you focus on grows. So if you spend more time dwelling, meditating, thinking about how terrible you might be, then that becomes lived reality, um, as opposed to doing the opposite, which is pulling away from that negative voice. So the third point is to do the very thing that the critic or that internal voice is saying you can't do, expand your comfort zone, because in doing that very thing, you then become more confident and that becomes your reality um, because that's what you do now. And the fourth point is be aware of the dangers of passing your inner critic onto your child. And by being aware of that gives us an incentive to be mindful of it. So it's not easy, but I think the first step comes with awareness and and also being conscious, as I've said, to not put voice to those thoughts and make them public. Because by making them public, it's almost setting it up in stone, especially if your children are near, it will set it up in stone and dictate the trajectory of your child, you and your child's future in terms of their insecurities and stuff like that. Certain things that I do personally, so things like, I have two girls, so around beauty, I know the pressures of physical beauty and physical attributes and things like that. So I'm very conscious about one, wearing my hair natural as an afro with my afro because I want my child to see afro hair and afro is beautiful and be proud of our hair and not have to hide or do anything, anything like that. Not that I care about different hairstyles and, you know, we as black women have the rights to wear our hair however we wish to wear it. But I think obviously it's different if you feel like by putting on a wig, you're more beautiful, or if you have straight long hair, you're more beautiful. But the other, you know, the other day, like she said that she wanted a ponytail. So I said, you want a ponytail? Fantastic. And then I showed her all the different... Um, images and videos of girls with um, hair with pieces, attachment pieces at the back of ponytails and, you know, braids and with ponytails in different ways. And I actually showed her, I've got some hair, hair expressions. I showed her, look, this is what we can do. We can build it up. We can cornrow it. So she was super excited to see the versatility of hair, what she could do with her hair, if she, you know, if she wanted a ponytail in time. Um, I do that. I, um, in terms of my body as well, I don't say anything self-deprecating about myself or my body in public to her. I do sometimes find myself, if I get frustrated at something I do, I do, I might exclaim and then I style it out like I said in that first example and I might say, oh, I'm so annoyed that I did that, but, you know, whatever. I can't think of an example now, but I am conscious that I do do that. Um, sometimes get annoyed at myself for doing something, but then I talk, I, I recognize that there's other ears in the room. And so I don't leave it there. I am very conscious that in order for me to raise self-confident children, I have to be self-confident. So um, I work on myself becoming self-confident. So. I do the work and the work is not 
beating myself up and if I do it's definitely not in public with my child like that inner voice is never in the room or as much as when I say never as much as I can as I'm consciously aware of obviously there might be some instances unconsciously where things slip out or frustration slip out or things like that um and then when I'm able to I try to turn things around but yeah, I guess, you know, for me, the, the, the biggest learning of this is knowing that anything we want our child to be, if we want her to be more polite, if we want her to be self-confident, anything or him, it starts with us. We have to be polite because then they follow what we do. We have to be self-confident. We have to be have high self-esteem. We have to be secure um, and all these things which I think is just, I don't know, it's, it's an eye-opener. So, yeah, so I just wanted to share that, that the work starts with us. It's a long work. It's a deep process, a challenging one as well. And sometimes it does feel like you just have to fake it till you make it. But anyway, um, I hope you guys are doing well out there. I hope you're warmer than I am. <laughs> I do feel quite exhausted and I feel like I'm really ready for a break. I guess not that I'm really going to get a break because I'm not going anywhere, but in another world and another life, I'd be going on holiday right now. Um, but yeah, so I will leave it there. Please do follow me on TikTok and YouTube. And until the next time, stay safe.